0: Hey, hey, hey! Welcome everyone to a- another uh, morning check-in, morning comic culture check-in. My name is Chris Sarda. You can find me at Chaos and Comics on Instagram and Twitter. And I, uh, I just checking in with you guys. I just have a lot of comic books stuff to talk about, so let's do it in in uh, easy half an hour slurps. You know, I don't know if you slurp, I slurp. Anyway, um, it is Wednesday morning. Uh, for you guys, it is, uh, it's Wednesday morning for me too. I need to drink some water. water. You, you know, make sure that throat stays clear. clear. And, uh, and it is new comic book day. Some of you that are like DC people and and no comic shops that hate tradition already get DC books. Um, I'm actually okay with that. I think I should get DC books out early. Uh, but uh, yeah, it is new comic book day, so that means I'm going to do I'm my three most anticipated uh, comics of the day. I mean, there there are generally like nine. Um, what's fun about me too is that I, even though they're my most anticipated comics of the of, of new comic book day, it doesn't mean I'm gonna get them tomorrow. Uh, what it often means is that uh, I ordered them, pre ordered them, and they'll come like in three or four weeks or something like that. Uh, so I guess they, I'm not anticipating them that much, or I mean, I'm gonna let the anticipation build to be even more excited um, no big news today, or at least none that I, I really wanted to cover. Uh, the only, the only cool thing I, I saw uh, a few news outlets doing, uh, were showing uh, the, uh, Marvel homage covers that they're releasing. And, uh, and, uh, because most of the January marbles, uh, announced most or all of January, uh, solicits. So there is a whole homage cover thing. So we'll take a look at that. And I did get, uh, a pre-order come in. I did get something from G. Mart come in, and I and I would like to take a look at that too. And then um, and then uh, Scott Snyder goodness is is coming up too. I did read um his his new uh, his new book that's on comicsology. Uh, it's called like We Are Demons. I can't believe I forgot the actual name of the book, even though I read it. And um, and then we'll talk a little bit about that and and his uh, his big moves in the world of uh, independent comics even more independent than most. Uh, so let's uh let's just start out with let's just get it get it over with since um uh you guys are probably on your way to the comic store right now. Uh my top three most anticipated books. And I, I think I did go into the weeds a little bit here. Um and uh and that's okay uh with the exception of one but even that was little in the weeds. So in no particular order the first uh, most anticipated book is Everfrost number four. This is by Ryan K. Lindsay and um, an artist that he worked with um, on another Black Mask book, uh, Sammy Cavella. And uh, Everfrost has been really good. It's a really dense book, especially the first issue. Uh, it's something that uh, I would say should be read a probably a couple times. After this one comes out, I will. Go ahead and sit down and read through the whole story again and what, what's interesting about it's dense but it's it, it's it seems to have come together for me a little bit i was a little bit confused after the first issue uh and then reading these issues okay there's this action thing that's going around it his book um his other book uh, on black mask that uh that slips my mind right now um was also uh you know was also uh, some big ideas you know wrapped around a like simple journey or quest for the main character and that's what that's sort of what happens here and uh, and I can't wait to read this issue and I think this is the end of it and then also uh, also go ahead and uh, and give it a full read. I actually got the eternal I thought I read the eternal I thought it was a series and it's not it's just a, a, a one a one shot which theoretically I should have here but I don't know what I did with it. Where are you? That should have been one of the books I show. So, I guess I um, uh, but I haven't. So I ordered that. So Brian K. Lindsay is uh, is a a person that I didn't realize I liked so much. Uh, I mentioned on on Instagram that um, you know I don't watch a lot of creator videos. In fact, I I uh, ever since COVID started, it's not really my thing. Occasionally, I watch it because you know the person's my friend, or I actually do like the creator or something um but i did see ryan k Lindsay on whack and uh, and probably watching it for that reason they were interviewing someone i hadn't seen them interview anyone before um and then i realized how much i like ryan k Lindsay. i didn't I, I didn't put it together you know and uh so that helped and i've been reading more of him and, and keeping an eye on him and, and whatnot so uh we're going to get into that uh uh tomorrow actually i can't remember if that was pre-ordered so i may be grabbing that off the shelf i do have one store that would probably have that off the shelf but i have to be careful because um, like this book, this is terrible by the way, um, this book, I, I picked up twice. And then on Monday, I showed you this book that I bought at like, you know, at, at Torpedo, which is, I mean, you, a lot of you guys know Torpedo, it's the more popular, at least worldwide, more popular comic store in the, from Vegas. Uh, Maximum Comics, my be it's to say. So, you know, I said, Oh, I bought this book, Nobody's Trial, and then I got my pre order just green. I, oh, I, I bought it. I'm that smart. So, I got to be careful. I got to go and look and make sure that Everfrost is on pre orders. If not, I can go find it because I'm excited to read it. The next book I'm uh, excited for is a new Dan Waters book. Uh, and uh, this one is um, Arkansas City, The Order of the World. And I'm not going to read the Hubble Blue here, um, the Solicit. But Dan Waters, and artist, Danny, which um, I can't recall anything from Danny right now for whatever reason. But uh, when you read the solicit, it it sounds like a it sounds almost like his weird ass book, coffin bound, but set in in you know the Batman Batman's world or whatever. So it's funny because I don't even know. You know, we complain a lot about bat books and stuff and and at adjacent books, and so this we technically we a bat adjacent book. But, uh, but I don't know how much it's going to actually mix into the world. I guess we'll see. Uh, but Dan Waters is a great writer. I, he's right up there for me with Ron V. And uh, I really enjoy um, the other two writers in, in their little uh, writing group, sort of like a new British wave over there. Um, so I, Dan Waters, Ron V, number one. And then I do like Alex Packendell and Ryan O'Sullivan. It doesn't seem like Ryan O'Sullivan writes very much, but, you know, he's there. He's in the, he's in the mix. So that's uh Arkham City uh, it was funny is I hadn't read um, Grant Morrison's uh, Arkham Asylum book or Arkham book or whatever so I, I recently maybe a month or two ago I went ahead and bought that and um, and so I, I might have a lot of Arkham in my life coming up so and then the third one I'm most anticipating and there was a few it. Like, Rick few books that could have showed up here Rick Remender has a new book coming out um, there's a new uh, Eternals one shot, so anything by Kieran Gillen you guys know I jump on. Uh, and there, you know, there was a couple other things. Uh, nice House on the Lake, which I really enjoyed. That kind of hopped on here, but I still went with Star Wars, uh, The High Republic number nine, and this is by a new writer, or at least I, if he's the was the writer in, I guess I were on number seven as far as, oh well, no, number eight, and I don't remember him. He, he might have been because it started a new arc, right? So. Um, now this implies the uh, solicitor implies that it's a new story, but Daniel Jose Older, who did for him, and uh, Harvey Colebaugh, which kept, oh that's the cover artist. I'm sorry, Tony Bruno. In the it was a different artist for the last issue too, and um, and uh, it's it was a different artist, but it it felt the same style. Like it felt like a good move. It wasn't a giant a, a ginormous change or anything like that. So um, I'm excited. I, I've loved Star Wars Adventures. I almost wasn't. Pick, I almost didn't pick it up because uh, they were the IDW stories. They're non-canon. And they're for kids, right? Um, but when High Republic came out, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to try to read everything, including the novels." I read one of like this five that are out. So we'll see if that happens. And um, and so I, I picked up Adventures too. And it's been great. I mean, the only problem with High Republic in general is that I'm introduced to so many new characters. You know, unless they're a specific um, race of character from a specific world, and they're hard to remember who is who, right? So, um, so yeah. So, Star Wars Adventures, and this is ending. Marvel is taking back the license. Uh, hopefully, they continue that the the kids strand. Even though I wasn't reading it, I did pick up Vader's Castle Number Two. I'm looking for one, uh, but um, you know, I that's think that's the best way to to stay open. You know, know especially with a with a, a property that big. You know, Batman seems to keep getting darker. Uh, you know, Batman Reptilian, this Arkham book, and stuff like that. Really, what they need is more Batman: Wii you right? So, I think uh, I would be happy if they continue, and especially if the stories were good, because I, I probably liked, they were close, but I probably liked Star Wars Adventures uh, High Republic better than the Marvel one. I got some water in my face. Um, and uh, but they were close, you know, and they were they were both a lot of fun. So uh, those are my top three uh, most anticipated my top three most anticipated books of the Wednesday. That is what ten six. So there you guys go. Let's pop over to that comic hall and just see what I got here. Um. Boom. So, right off the bat, there's a Pony Fist and a Rorschach. Now, this is a, a variant. You know, I jump back and forth. Some,
1: sometimes, sometimes I, I want it, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I
0: don't. Sometimes there were variants. You know, know, to get, to get something, something for $2.60 two or whatever, this would have been so, a little bit and, more. And, um, and and then, then I might uh, I I buy a away. This is one I wanted to read right away. I don't want to get behind on it.
1: So, so Roshak, you know, you know, about it was boring, boring. I, I get it. it.
0: I mean, and, and, and there, there was a point in the middle where I was actually bored. You, you know, know could it could have, have been maybe bored. a little bit shorter. I guess, I guess an issue, an issue or two shorter. shorter. But, but uh, uh, this, this book was great. great. Uh, really, uh, really number, number eleven is where I ended. So I this. I guess I'll look. This is also the kind of book I've seen all I guess I'll look for some of the variants I didn't get. Twenty fifth, this writer actually sent me the book. This book in in a PDF and I didn't get to read it. So uh, but I was excited to check it out. It looked good uh, at first and I didn't get number one. I think uh, Cole from the comic burrito is a, is it was a big famous. fan of this book. So uh, as am I, and this is by Kat Bauman and uh, that's not the Kat Bauman. Eh, we'll find out. Anyway, um, you know, art looks okay, uh, at least standard for what I what I'm used to seeing from Source Point and whatnot. Um, but if the you know if the story is really good and really interesting, then I'm uh, very excited to read this. And it looks like it's going to be a quick read because everyone's just kicking each other's ass. and It's called uh, Twenty Fists, and who knows? It looks like Fight Club meets uh, Love and Rockets. I don't know. Anyway, Twenty Fists. Put you over here. Oh, last Ronin, man. This is a. Uh, been really good. The problem is that is it, it's been so long that since the last one came out, I can't remember if i read number three. So now I got to go do the thing where I got to find number three and um, and make sure that I read it and then I'd jump in on this and hopefully I don't lose it by that time. But this has been surprisingly good. Like Last Roman, was genuinely a, a great story. Um, I know that Eastman and Laird were involved in it, but um, oh, yeah, so story, Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird, and Tom Waltz, and screwed by Tom Waltz and Kevin Eastman. So um, just really enjoyable. And, you know, I've never been pro-turtles or anti-turtles. I've just never jumped into them. It's just not something I I got me deep in. And uh, and when Last Ronin came out, there was all the hype behind number one. And, uh, you know, who the Last Ronin was and whatnot. That was fun. But I'm not a turtle fan, right? Not something that would necessarily grab me. But, you know, I grabbed it because it was a, a turtle's number one. It might be fun to read. I just always wanted to sort of, do it, like read some turtles, you know, um, especially that IDW series. And uh, starting with Last Ronin was a lot of fun. It was awesome. I already did Nobody's Child, right? So and we talked about it yesterday. Let's just do a whole, thing. that's, that's terrible. That's terrifying. Uh, let's just do a whole 30 minutes flipping through these pages that I've never read. Um, so a few, so this is uh, Onslaught Revelation. I will probably, I didn't do it This Week in X-Men, and, uh, I'll probably pick up tomorrow's X-Men books and, and then, then read them and, and then, uh, mix them here. But this is a, uh, pretty, pretty generic, to be yeah. honest. Uh, uh, do variant cover, but I got it anyway. So cold dead war, I think I, I might be missing one of these this is, uh, from heavy metal. A lot of people are angry at heavy metal, particularly the, our friends from two brothers comics, but, um, I like the, the concept, concept and, uh, yeah, there yeah, probably should be a business, to be honest. But, you know, I work for shitty businesses, so I know how it goes. Um, but, yeah, I, lo- I love this stuff. You know, we've talked about it already. In fact, uh, last time I when we talked about Black Beacon from Ryan K. Lindsey, which I talked about for a couple seconds ago, um, this looked cool. So the ones that I have look cool, I've never – I haven't started it. A uh, nice little spread there, a little action spread there. So very heavy metal-ish, and I love that they're doing the mini books too. Um, that is another variant for x That was a good, that was a good, uh, uh, a good enough series I thought. So Ma from Boom Books, um, uh, you know, I, I, heard, I didn't hear anyone like explode over this. I can tell you that the art doesn't grab me, uh, very much. I guess the color palette's good. Like it's the way it's supposed to be. But, um, I mean, I wouldn't want it vibrant, but I guess one of the things just flipping through that makes it look a little bit dull that it's not right. So, um, but you know, I like when, like the flowers sort of um, uh, bring out like the soft coloring and stuff like that. So anyway, I'll read Ma. Uh, the art actually looks better over here when, it's, when, they're, when they're drawing something darker. So I'm not even sure if this is, um, I'm not even sure if this is horror or what it's supposed to be. I have no idea about, on this. There is a, this is a, a um, Trial of Magneto. Uh, variant cover this is north star so this is a uh, one of the gay covers well the whole series is uh, lgbtq but north star is gay so this is a gay cover this is a dick on dick cover this is not a uh, the l the b the t the q or the plus um, if they what if they if they change, if north star came out again as not g i think there should be a i think that should be controversial Um, and it looks like it is, I don't know who did this one. Valdeon. It's not Stephanie Hans, that's for sure. So I don't see a signature. Oh, there's a signature. Nope, still can't read it. Anyway, I got a lot of these covers. Uh, North Star seems to be the choice for X-Men covers when they're doing the, um, LGBT cover. So good for us. And what is this? Trello Magneto. Um, that looks like that's a pretty cool cover. So and in this issue, we find out why it's, called, why it's called The Trial of Magneto and not The Death of Um Scarlet Witch. I've heard a few people say that. So Death of Dr. Strange, I was gonna. I was waiting originally for this uh, just to hit Marvel Unlimited, but uh, I, I guess I did order the Peach Momoko cover, and I like this cover. I love the flowers in the background. Uh, I love how they fade into the background, uh, and I love the... Uh, the universe stuff going on here. So Dr. Strange, I mean, Peach Peach is so simple. That's why she can churn out so many covers, you know? And some of them are are too basic for me, I'll I'll admit that. Uh, But some of them are very creative in, in their own simple way. And that's one of them. Ah, poor sleepy reader. Damian over at Sleepy Reader 666 is angry about these variants. I kept calling them action figure variants, but they're trading card variants. But I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why I like this one um, a lot. Now I have gotten a few of these and they normally say Stormbreaker on the back. Uh, this one actually has the card, the back of the card. Now it feels like a real trading card variant. Like this, this is awesome. This is wonderful stuff right here. And I think all of the trading card variants should have this. It drives me nuts that that I have some of those trading card variants and this says like Stormbreaker on the back. So this is cool. And I, now we gotta go check to see if my other ones do. I'm going crazy. Uh, Another Marauders variant. Uh, This is by Betsy Cola. Betsy Cola. No, that's. They're fucking with me. Oh, it is Betsy Cola. Do they know? Oh, no, this is not Excalibur. I was going (laughs) to say. But yeah, that's a a beautiful cover. I think most of it comes in the, uh, you know, in this like. That's not teal, right? I don't know. I don't know my colors. Everything's blue, green, or red to me, cannabis, this is, well, let's wait, let's get through this little stack here. Um, primordial, I know uh, people loved and hated this. Uh, a lot of people jump on this right away because it's a little mirror working with Sorrentino again. I, uh, it sounded pretty good. So there's an issue one, but it's probably almost for sure uh, a trade, trade weight. is, a star of course, course or? Or? It's an image, it's an image. So it's gonna be a trade weight for, me for sure after I read this first one. Um, uh, the only reason it might not be is if it was Dark Horse, because Dark Horse charges, you know, a few dollars more for trades and most of the stories are for issues. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. And that's why Dark Horse has a lot of zero dollars after it when, uh, when I pre-order. Um, same for Dynamite for other reasons. Uh, Star Wars, High Republic Adventures, The Monster of Temple Peak. Unfortunately, I can't find number one, but it says I ordered it, so I better go look for it. Um, now this, though, is where I said the other one was meant for kids, but it had an adult feel to it. This one actually does have a bit of a, uh, I was going to say, say a kid feel, but it doesn't. It you know what it does, what it does, does have? Uh, this is annoying bullshit. bullshit. Like, like what, is, what is, it's not a European comic, guys.
1: Like, like where did this come from? Or is this a, a European
0: comic? comic? Like, look at this mess. Uh, I hate it.
1: I hate it. I hate <laughs>
0: that uh red room this is one i bought by so so do and we already know what goes on here Oh, do i
1: i mean out of red number
0: four so that looks it looks like, like I, I didn't so hey this long, is on the two retail uh, long doctor screen right, right away. away so these, these are, are good one, one of the best parts of this, parts of this is, like, is um all, all the fan, fan art that people send in. he he uh they publish it in the, the back. back so, so some, some of this stuff is just crazy, crazy. good and uh, and shows there's how many good artists are out there that can, can probably do covers. Can't do interiors. Um, you know, sometimes it's basic, but it's cool that you get it into your, uh, into you know the book. You're the book you're a fan of, of in the back. You know, that's a big deal. Superman the Authority. I think I wrote number one. i wrote number two. So here's number three. I know some of you guys are way further into that. And, and then Canvas. I. Um, this is one of those books. I think it's from Source One, right? Scout. I mean. Uh, this is one of those books that, you know, I missed number one. I was like, oh, I'll trade weight, and I didn't see the trade. So either I missed it or it never got put out. Sometimes, you know, sometimes these smaller companies aren't as quick to put out the trades as the images. And, uh, and then I saw it last, um, last go around. And so I made sure I grabbed it. It wasn't even that cheap, but kind of was just something that looked super interesting to me. I may have had chapter two and read it, and that's why I was so set on it, on getting it in trade. But I did finally see it in trade, so this is hopefully I'll read this on the weekend. Um, Art actually looks pretty good, um, good enough at least, and uh, and the story looked interesting too. So this is Canopus from, and I don't even know Dave. She's on. Feel like I should uh, because the name sounds familiar, but you know it's weird to jump on the scout, right? So I'll have to look that up. So excited, excited for this right here. Uh, Verily, verily. Okay, I guess we can just uh, kick kick that piece out of there. Put me back in here, and I can use my phone. I was gonna do some uh, listener comments today. <laughs> I'll do those eventually because I think those are watcher comments because that's the uh, I've said it before, but that's my that's my favorite part is comments or talking to you guys in comments. And uh, if I do user comments, um. Then you know I can I can we can I can answer and continue to talk, you know, to you through there. And not, not that I won't always answer you eventually, but you know I can bring it up because not everyone sees everyone else's comments. And some of you uh, say some great things. So I was referencing Earl Gray, who's a great channel, bigger channel than mine. So you guys probably know it. Um, you know, with a focus on a lot of stuff. He'll he'll talk about anything, but uh, a real knowledge and deep love for the stuff that comes out of Europe. And. Um, he referenced uh, schlager music, which is like a you know cheap disco-like German music. In, in Poland, it's called disco polo, and you know Poland has their own thread of it. But it's just a uh, he referenced that, and I was going to play some, um, but I had the phone camera up there. So, but if we do user comments, I'll cite that one, and we'll play some schlager, schlager rock. Probably saying that wrong. Um. So. Uh, so Marvel did something interesting. I mentioned it earlier. They did the thing where they, we might go over 30 minutes today. God damn it. They did the thing where um, they uh, did a whole bunch of homage covers. So there are a couple things here. Number one, I, I, variants aren't going to go away. So whatever, right. Uh, you know, racial variants annoy me a little bit because it's, you know, I guess it's a way to make orders go up. But like, if you're a completist, that hurts, right. There's this not Nakayama cover. For um, um age of X-Man, I've been looking for forever. and there's no way that 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 places bought a hundred um, of that book of Apocalypse and the extracts or whatever. And that is the uh, one in one hundred. And when it shows up, it's way too expensive, you know, and um, so I mean, what I'm getting to is that variants exist, and the ratios might annoy me, uh, but it's good to have fun with them, right? One of the things that also annoy me is when the homages are ratios, right? And I guess it's just a way it just grabs us because we're so familiar with some of these covers that an homage cover sort of grabs our attention. But in January, Marvel's putting on a bunch of homage covers that as far as I can tell are not ratio covers, Um, but they're homaging a lot of their own classic covers and and I just wanted to take a look and compare um, some of them. There, there are 10 of them, we'll go through these pretty quick. I was gonna do a Scott Snyder thing, but I'll probably do a separate video for that, um, just so we can end around the 30 minutes. Uh, so the first one is, and I actually, I might, you know, you might unsub me, I actually like the Homage cover better than the original, and you're gonna hate me. Here's the original, classic, and here's the Homage that's the Peach Momoko uh, homage to Amazing Fantasy 15. Actually, this is not the original. This is, uh, you see that 3.99 in the upper left. This is the, the facsimile. Um, and you heard it here first, here first, folks. This is the first homage of a facsimile ever. Never have we ever homaged a facsimile. Uh, Peach Momoko is homaging a facsimile. Uh, that's just a joke. But um, I really like this Peach Momoko look. I like the the feel i mean this would not be this cover or important if we didn't have this cover of course right but um you know just it, it just feels like future japan like akira japan here uh, i like the choice of of that huge sky on the top so that is a uh, peach Momoko, uh, amazing spider-man 85 and of course it's homaging uh it's an homage of amazing fantasy 15 which if you didn't know is the first appearance of this criminal in the green in the bottom Um, homage number two is for Venom four. And this is, uh, drawn by, um, uh, David Yardine and, oh yeah, no, no matter what, this is going to be homaged. There's just, just, just no, there's no world where amazing. Well, actually it's amazing Spider-Man 300. I chose to say this was an homage of amazing Spider-Man 301. Right? Because 300 has all the 300s behind it, right? When spawn homaged Amazing Spider-Man 300, there were his 300th issue. There are 300s around it. And then sometimes issue number 100 will be homaged. It'll say 100s all around it. But this one is the blank one. Uh, and so therefore I said, this one homages 301. 301. And 301's not homage that often. Even though it's the exact same Spider-Man in the middle and just the background's a bunch of bullshit. So uh, that's David Yardine. So the 10 lives of Wolverine number one, which I, I haven't read the solicits for, but I think is awesome because the 10 lives reference um, house of X and powers of 10, 10. So this is the 10 lives of Wolverine. Um, uh, this one is by uh, Will Silney. And, you know, I think it's obvious what that one is. And here's this, and here's that version. So, yeah, this is actually a great example of, you know, because Peach is a little bit, Peach is a little bit specific, right? And, you know, that's a hard black cover or whatever, right? This is a good example of the difference between um, today and yesterday. Now, the the digital coloring, yeah, I get it, right? But absent the digital coloring, the uh, just the presentation uh, is different, and I, I can't even tell you which one I like better. Um, obviously people are going to want to go to this one, but this looks like a cereal box to me. Um, you know, the gradient, if you do it right, just makes the, makes the picture look real that background, you know, and this looks like, you know, Hulkios or something. Um, and then Wolverine obviously looks completely silly, even though that's the way he originally looked. Not saying this one's better though, because, um, you know, I, when digital covering coloring is super obvious, I'm not super into it. Also, Wolverine looks like a fucking douche in this one too. So um, you know, it is what it is. Let me play, let me play with my settings here for a second. Um, but yeah, this is a classic one, of course, and it looks like a you can put cereal out of it. This is why like old, this is why the savage conans, savage sort of conans that are old that were in that magazine form, I like a little bit more. I haven't read enough to see to feel if like they're more adult, but then a lot of those color conans are that same, you know, bright. Color, you know, doesn't look dangerous or scary at all. You know, it looks like lame, lamer than He-Man. Um, and it and it doesn't pull me out. And I eventually can deal with it. You know what I mean? I know I'm only reading an older comic, but you know, eh, whatever. Um, next one is from Amazing Spider-Man 86, and this is from uh, Mike, this is Mike McCone, and he is homaging. <gasps> amazing spider-man 362 which is not the first appearance of carnage but i guess that one gets homaged a decent amount too so um they're homaging it here what's sad though is that like it's not like, it's never like a hand drawn man, man venom looks like a piece of shit in both of these doesn't he oops Look, venom looks shitty venom looks shitty venom looks shitty venom looks shitty it looks a lot worse here it looks like a looks like a wily e. coyote Anchor hit his head, like just landed on his head, which, I mean, he could survive now, right? Carnage looks okay. I'm not hating on Carnage. So that was uh, Mike McCone. Sorry, Mike McCone. Your venom looks like uh, something fell on his head. Uh, Philip Tan, or no, uh, uh, Crease Lee on Thor 121. And that, of course, is an homage of the very famous Journey into Mystery 83. Um this is more cereal box stuff but I got to go with the cereal box this time. Got to go with the cereal box this time. Not that this looks terrible or anything like that, but um got to go with the cereal box this time. You know, even though that's another he-man situation, but uh next up is Philip Tandas an Iron Man or in Captain America Iron Man number 3, so they're going to we're getting a Cap and Iron Man team up. That has a chance by the way Captain America and Iron Man together in their own book has a chance to be, to be very good, you know, because in their, in their individual, so Avengers has too many characters, right? You got to do an arc with Ghost Rider. You got to do it or whatever. Right. Um, But I think that like a lot of their ideas alone are a little bit beat, you know, like Captain America represents the ideal of America, but uh, he's done bad things or the government's doing bad things. And he's got to, he's got to adjust to that. And at the end of the day, what matters is, uh, working towards that ideal. That's been Captain America for a couple decades. And uh, and Iron Man, the same thing, his dealings with technology and whatnot um, and the technology versus magic stuff. Uh, and I haven't, I, I read the recent Captain America, I haven't read the recent Iron Man. So maybe it's taken a different path, you know, but um, uh, obviously and most shown in Civil War, Captain America and Iron Man together has a chance to be actually a good book, uh, you know, with the right writer and the right treatment uh, and the right conflict there. Uh, but this is the homage cover, and it's uh, homaging Captain America 100. Here's Captain America 100, and these are actually very similar, right? But it's the same thing we did o- above. Uh, this is a cereal box, but it doesn't quite look like a cereal box, um, you know, compared to something over rendered and and uh, and just you know, when you compare them, how much how much more is the digital coloring in there, you know? So I don't I don't know about that and Cap is a lot more dark and shiny and seemingly in the wrong places. After that, we're gonna do, this is David Nakayama who I just mentioned that did that uh, Age of X-Man book that I really liked. Uh, and hey, I think that one's pretty good. That has a that actually has a throwback feel to it for the Hulk number one, right? This is Hulk number three, but not Hulk number three from the 60s or whatever, Hulk number three from t- 20, 2022, renumbering, renumbering guys. And there we go. Oh, hey, it's another uh, it's another homage. It's another homage, or I mean, it's another homage of a facsimile. Three ninety nine, three ninety nine. So there we go. I don't think this one's. I don't think this one's so bad. I think David Nakayama uh, actually homaged it instead of copied it with modern tools. And a couple more here. Um, I didn't write that very nicely. Stephen McRae, Death of Doctor Strange. that might even say down there. Uh, Stephen Mooney, Death of are Strange, uh, it, Homages. This is a really o- ugly cover. I, I think we're just gonna make both of these a fail. Homages, uh, Strange Tales, one ten, and I, I'm gonna go with both of these being a fail. At least the homage kept the uh, the bo- the uh, word balloons, right? At least, at least. Although, you know, I would have done something terrible and just taken out the word balloons and made everyone really pissed. So that's that's just me, you know? Uh, you know what I really like? when um, What homages do is when the homage has to do what's inside the book and then they homage it, but they don't force Human Torch in it. Like Human Torch is probably not in this book. I'm going to just take a wild guess. But since it's a, almost a direct homage, they got to they put Human Torch in it. So it would be better if they put some other character doing some magic stuff that looks like that Human Torch stuff. Next one up. Uh, It's not a very good picture, but uh, that is Iron Man number 16. This is by uh, Rose Woods, I mean, Pete Woods. And here's the comparison. And if you do it quick enough, he's just moving. Ding, 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 ding. I'm gonna go with the original one. Uh, although that's another cereal box cover there, and last but not least, uh, you know probably let's call this the start. Let's let's call the first appearance of Deadpool the start of the '90s, even though it happened in '88 or '89. It was really the start of the '90s. Deadpool is very, very, you know, it feels like he's a good base for everything that came after him. Um, and this is from X Men Legends number 11, which is already. A, a book that is set in the past, but with present time art. And then uh, of course there's your other one. I don't know, man. Maybe I like, maybe I like the new one better. In this case, the coloring is better at least. Right. So anyway, that is, that is the 10 covers. I just wanted to take a look at those. We went five minutes over. This is a show I thought was going to be much quicker. um, And we didn't even take a look at this. Wanted to talk about this too, so uh, I guess we'll talk about him tomorrow. Scott Snyder tomorrow, then, and I don't have to work that hard because I already took the notes uh, to talk about his new book, and uh, and then we'll uh, maybe I'll even read this. I was just going to talk about the author a little bit, uh, the cartoonist. So maybe I'll even read this by that time. Represented, immobilized by uh, Rip Tremblitz. So there we go. There we go. It's one of those artsy books. Anyway, guys, thank you for hanging out with me uh in the morning you guys have a great uh morning have a great new comic book day let me know what you get down there uh at chaos and comics on instagram and twitter and i will see you next time